the Marlins offense was looking toothless. It really was until extra innings and until Brian Anderson managed to get that walk-off hit. The Marlins split the series against the Pirates. This episode of Locked on Marlins is coming immediately post-game after Thursday's walk-off win. We're going to review the four-game series and preview the three-game series against the Philadelphia Phillies on today's Locked on Marlins. You are Locked on Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Marlins, your daily Marlins podcast. Of course, with me, Peter Pratt. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Miami Marlins underscore UK. <laughs> no TikToks, no Instas. Don't forget to subscribe to the pod. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. This episode is coming at you immediately after the Marlins walking off in game four against the Pirates. And boy, oh boy. Boy, that was a struggle of a series. It really was. First two games were dropped. The Marlins then go back-to-back walk-offs in extras. But overall, the Pirates are not good this year. Brian Reynolds was not there on the IL. They have a negative 125 run differential, and the Marlins were really struggling. Today's game in particular, the Marlins were banged up. They were dinged up all the way through. So the lineup was... You know, looking like a kind of getaway day lineup, although the Marlins are still at home. It was a game day. It was a, it was a day game lineup for the Fish. Um, but Braxton Garrett going for the Fish. Let's start with Braxton Garrett. That's the main topic for me. Braxton Garrett, baby. A career day for Brax. 11 Ks from him. Yes, it was against the Pirates. They strike out a ton anyway, but... Braxton Garrett, final line. Just listen to this. Sensational from Braxton. Six innings, just two hits, two walks, 11 Ks. 11 Ks. He takes his his season ERA down to 3.70. Braxton Garrett, in 2021, uh, I wasn't certain. I wasn't sure. I was not sure whether there was a major league level pitcher in him. Perhaps. I don't know. In 2020... There were some flashes. I was thinking, okay, maybe. But in 2021, the velo's down. The stuff wasn't looking good. The stuff's up there. I tweeted about it earlier on. Like, honest to God, with with Braxton Garrett, um, the stuff the stuff is better than Trevor Rogers' stuff this year. Like, via the eye test, you're watching it. You know, Brax is absolutely legit. He's doing some serious business this year. That slider is naughty. It is nasty. That's his main strikeout pitch, and it is real nasty. Tons of movement. Loves to go on the back foot for those righties. And listen, 11 Ks for Brax. Career day for him. Six innings, yes, against the Pirates. But what a performance from him. The Bassman came in in the seventh. Bit of traffic on for the Bassman, but he gets out of it. Jake Marisnik somehow gets himself in a, in a real pickle there. When, you know, Bassman walked the dude. Marisnik tried to steal home. I don't, I'm not sure what he was thinking. I think maybe he was thinking there was going to be a throw to first base to kind of maybe complete the strikeout. I'm not completely convinced. I'm not sure. But nevertheless, the Bassman gets into that and through it in the seventh inning, of course. 
Stephen O'Kurt, he takes the blown save today. But when you look at it, it was all... I say it was all on Brian Anderson. That's a little bit harsh. It was down as, I believe, an error to Brian Anderson. Like, the scorers couldn't work it out. Is it an error? Is it not? But fundamentally, the ball went straight through Brian Anderson's legs. And that's not the first time that's happened in the last you know couple of games. That's a few times now for B.A., but more about B.A. later on. Um, O'Kirk with the blown save. That is his third blown save uh, overall. Tanner Scott came in, two walks again for Scott. Boy, oh, boy, it's every time it's an adventure with him. He's somehow getting it done, you know, but the ERA sits at four. Um, Dylan Floro came in in the 10th. And listen, whenever you got that place runner, it is tough, no doubt. But Floro kept it a zero on the board there. Um, real nice strikeout to end it as well. And then Richard Bly comes in. Richard Bly, a big dick Bly, gets the win on the day. He goes to two and one for the year. And his ERA drops to 4.26. He gives up a run. It's not earned. And, um, and, and, so there you go, the Pirates, they take the lead in, in the 11th. I just knew it. I knew the fish were going to walk that off. I could just absolutely feel it coming. It came around. You had Avi Garcia going. You had Brian Anderson going. You had Nicky Fortes going. I don't know. Again, Avi Garcia yesterday, when the heat was on, big hit needed. Avi Garcia delivered. So a lot of slander towards Avi Garcia. And boy, oh boy, today was not his best day overall with uh, the, the grounded double plays. Um, really momentum killing again for the fish. But, you know, in the end, Avi Garcia, he, he keeps the line moving. He gets the runner over to third, uh, which was Aguilar. Um, and, and he's sitting there on first. He's then the, 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 the winning run. He ends up going all the way around after Brian Anderson laces one into the gap. And he absolutely drills it. He'd walked, or sorry, hit by pitch uh, was the initial call. Go back, umpire review. Nope, it hit the knob of the bat. So two runners on, no outs. B.A. going, and B.A. laces one. Walking it off there for B.A. Absolutely stunning win for the Fish. Stunning win, no doubt. Um, you got to go back to the other topic. Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton, baby. He, he laid it all on the line today, Billy Hamilton. No doubt about it. In the end, he scored the early run uh, in, the, in the fifth inning where the Marlins took the lead. He was originally called out at home plate. Then it goes to review. Nope, he was safe. Run scores. Yes, sir, Billy Hamilton. He's getting up. He's got his face chewed up. Billy Hamilton's like, no, 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 I'm not coming out of the game. But for the Marlins today, boy, oh, boy, a lot of collateral damage when we look at it. First inning, Birdie's on base. Birdie then tweaks a groin. He exits the game. So that's Birdie down. Wendell comes into the game. Wendell didn't start. So he ends up going having a, a two for three game and a walk. So Joey Wendell just doing Joey Wendell things as always. Then uh, Miggy Rowe exits after getting a helmet to the face. There was at least one tooth flying is from what we could see on the broadcast. Maybe a second tooth. Miggy just kept his mouth closed. He knew there was a problem and he just walked straight off. Um, prayers up for Miggy that, that everything's going to be okay, but it looks to be some some dental work required there. So Miggy exits. Garrett Cooper's in. Coop's already dealing with a with a bum knee from earlier in the series. So if you're still following me, John Birdie, stolen base leader, groin problem. Doesn't sound good. Probably an IL stint in my opinion. Be shocked if we see him in the Philly series. Miguel Rojas, helmet to the face. No teeth. No teeth for Miggy. So. Most likely, we don't see Miggy, and we maybe even see him on the IL. I don't know. Maybe he just misses this series, but get that man to a dentist. Get that get that smile looking sharp as we know it should be. Cooper Loop is in the game. 
Coop comes into first base, actually makes a real nice pick um, at first uh, from Aguilar. And yes, Aguilar, Jesus Aguilar's over at third base, picking off balls, testing his arm. So Cooper loops in with a bum knee. And, um, you know, so there you go. Billy Hamilton then comes out of the game later on with his banged up face. Wasn't the face. Uh, they brought in pinch hitting uh, Jesus Sanchez. Jesus Sanchez then is on third base. And he looks dinged. He's, he, twice he was on third. Twice he was looking uncomfortable. He was scratched from today. The Marlins are in full dinged up mode. Like, how are they going to piece together this Philly series? I, I, I really don't know. I mean, listen, I, I, I do believe there's a strong chance Birdie and Miguel Rojas uh, are going to be struggling for this series. I don't know about Jesus Sanchez. Maybe there's something there too. So going to be some really big decisions the Marlins need to make in advance of that series. What is a huge series, no doubt about it. So what a game. The Marlins walk it off. Two walk-offs in the space of two games. I mean, they're finding ways to win, no doubt. It was a tough, tough series, though, when we look back. I mean, the Pirates fully tested the Marlins here, no doubt. Four-game series, no Reynolds. And the Pirates just, they played well. They did. Marisnik played well. Other guys kind of chipped in and played well. They were tough to beat. They pitched well, fundamentally. And on the other side of the ball today, we shouldn't forget, old friend Zach Thompson. Let's have a look at Zach Thompson's line. He went six and two-thirds. Just gave up four hits, three walks for Zach Thompson, just two Ks. He's not a big strikeout guy. We know that. One run, and it was earned. So Zach Thompson there takes his season ERA down to 4-0-9. Zach Thompson always felt it. He was one of my favorite stories in 2021 as a Marlin. I absolutely loved him. I loved his fight. I loved his, his outlook on the game, always with a smile on his face. And he got to 100 pitches today. We got to look back and go, listen, the Marlins, they developed another pitcher. They did. Stallings uh, was, you know, we went and acquired Stallings. We felt like we needed him. Uh, I'm going to talk about that very shortly, uh, very, very shortly, because, you know, there's a lot of buzz all on Twitter now. Nick Fortes' season is growing. It continues to grow. Nicky Fortes defensively is absolutely fine. And then today, you know, came up with a big hit. He was robbed as well. Could have easily been a multi-hit day there for Nicky Fortes. So we'll get into him real shortly, but it's time for our first ad, and it's our good, good friends over at BlueNile.com. And at BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments, from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all the prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler's. So if you're thinking about popping the question, if you are, or you're celebrating a milestone moment, Find jewelry as unique as her with a modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. So let's talk engagement. If you're thinking about it, if you're thinking about popping the question, you need the ring to pop. No doubt about it. You need the ice. Has to. So Blue Nile, they can help you out. They've got simple online tools to let you choose the diamond shape, size, go bigger, and clarity, as well as setting style. So once you've done that, Blue Nile's jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each one is then one of a kind. Bespoke, baby. Bespoke engagement ring for your gorgeous bride. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On listeners get 50 bucks off purchases of 500 bucks or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. So use the promo code LOCKEDON. That is locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging. The won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Okay, so Marlins catchers, how are we feeling? Marlins Twitter's telling me we want to see more of Nick Fortes. I've said it for multiple weeks now. 
Nick Fortes, defensively, I would say, I'm not looking at the numbers. I, I'm not. I would say Nick Fortes stacks up defensively at least on a level with Jacob Stallings. I watched a game, I've watched plenty of games of, of Nick Fortes and blocking defensively, calling games. Listen, Braxton Gabbard just had a career game. Nick Fortes is calling it. Fortes is absolutely doing everything behind the dish. We've not seen the Georgie Alfaro pass ball season that we had last year. So defensively, it's fine. Offensively, this is the thing. Jacob Stallings, he's an absolute passenger. He's a passenger offensively. Albeit, I do feel like he's about to turn a corner. <laughs> I do. I've watched the last couple of games, Jacob Stallings, and there's been some louder outs for him. Definitely louder outs. So I feel like maybe there's a there's a surge to come from Stallings in the near term. That would be great, great to see. But when we look at it, Nick Fortes, you know, the numbers, what are the numbers telling us right now? OPS, 845. I'll look up and down the lineup. Okay, sample size. Relatively small compared to some of the other guys. Equally, Jazz Chisholm, Jorge Soler, not in the lineup, so their numbers aren't here. But, you know, looking at today's lineup, Nick Fortes, 845 OPS. He's hitting 273. Garrett Cooper, an all-star. Yes, an all-star DH as well. He's hitting 295. So, okay, the average, he's got him covered on the average. But OPS-wise, 815. Fortes is at 845. This is a legitimate hitter right now, no doubt about it. I loved it yesterday. The Marlins went to Fortes in the DH spot. They're clearly kind of, you know, they're trying to get more ABs for Fortes. It's essential. The question is, is when does the shift happen? When does that shift happen where we then see Fortes starting to eat into Stallings? I mean, listen, it's a, it's a three versus two ratio right now. Three for Stallings, two for Fortes. Fortes is catching Castano. He's catching Braxton Garrett. Fine. Stallings is catching the old studs from last year, Sandy, Pablo, Trevor. The question I've got, a, uh, I've got in my mind is, where are they going to go with this rotation in the near term? How are they going to squeeze Max Meyer into the mix? Are they thinking about maybe Dan Castano shifting out or even being braver and thinking, what are they doing with Trevor Rogers? Because as we've all seen, with Trevor Rogers, this is the same uh, Pirates lineup, pretty much, that Trevor faced. Braxton Garrett made him look silly. He had a career day. Career day. And, and to be honest with you, Pablo scuttled as well. Like, I know it was five innings of, of uh, you know, no runs, so I think that's maybe a little bit unfair. But the walks were there. Pablo just didn't have his A game. Trevor Rogers versus Braxton Garrett. It's just no competition. Like, they, they you know, if you, if you took away the history... If you just looked at these two starters in this series in a vacuum, you'd be like, wow, Braxton Garrett, he's, you know, he's the man of the future. Trevor Rogers looks like a depth piece, like <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. That's just where we're at with Trevor now. It's just not been good all year and for the second half of last year, too. So wild scenes, no doubt. Loving what I'm seeing from Braxton Garrett. It's just been so impressive. Um, and I feel like he's getting better. I'm, I remember Alex Carver saying when he was brought up, um, this time around, that Brax is going to get a real run at it. A real run at this for the first time, maybe ever. And it's maybe the same for Dan Castano, where the guys know they're in the rotation. They know, even if they give up four runs here today and only go four innings, that is not the end of the line for them. They're pitching with confidence. They're pitching with the freedom that 
they're given right now because they know they're in the rotation. They're pitching loose. If you, every time you go out there, you're scared of what can happen. You're scared your career is going to end almost, be optioned back down and you're never seen again in the majors. Everyone wants to stay in the show. To be pitching with that pressure at all times can't be easy. But to pitch loose knowing, listen, most likely, even if things go sideways, Brax, you're still in this rotation. We believe in you. Mel Stoudemire has done a fantastic job um, with every pitcher, no doubt. And he's just, uh, I mean, as Craig Mish pointed out yesterday uh, on Twitter, and rightly so, um, that, that, you know, listen, they should be looking to, to pay Mel. They should be looking to extend him ASAP. Um, so we'll see, we'll see the way they go with that one for sure. Um, so one more ad. We'll kind of round up then on this series in general. And we'll also look ahead to this Philly series, which I which I think is absolutely massive for the fish. It really is. So um, our final idea of the day, it's our good, good friends, of course, over at BetOnline.net. And BetOnline.net, it's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball, of course. I was betting heavily on the Marlins today. I thought there's no chance of losing this game. So bet online. It remains your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. The Open has just started. Tiger Woods looks out of it. Rory McIlroy is in it. Love to see it. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. And let's finish up there here now. So the Marlins, they have split this series against the Pirates, and that is not optimal. It isn't, but they could. They could sweep this series against the Phils and go into the All-Star break of one game above 500. I believe that's correct. And I've said that. I'm, I'm slightly doubting myself. But no, that's correct. If they go three on the spin, they'll be at 46 wins and 45 losses, one game above 500. From a wildcard perspective, right now, after the games have finished, the Marlins sit three and a half back. Three and a half back of the Cardinals. The Giants and Phillies are then clustered a game back behind that. So that's the point. This series is massive in the wild card hunt for the fish. If they truly are in the mix, and this is going to be a massive, massive test for the fish. It really is, particularly if John Birdie's out. And I have a gut feel, you know, groin strain, groin issue. <sighs> to me, that doesn't sound good. It really doesn't. Miguel Rojas, you know, he's got no, he's got no front teeth right now. How long is Miggy going to be out? Let's hope he's okay. I mean, he can play through it. Miggy's an absolute warrior, no doubt. He'll want to be on there. But, you know, dental work, you know, is he going to be there to play? I don't know. Gut feel is Miggy, he can force through that pain and he can make it happen. But, you know, if you take those two away, next thing is you've got Birdie missing, you've got Miguel Rojas missing. Big, big holes. You're going to be leaning on, you know, Luke Williams to play in the infield. You're going to maybe be leaning on, you, know, you probably have to bring someone up, I guess, if, if Birdie's down. Who do they bring up? Who's the infield depth? That's the next question. You're kind of back to like Eric Gonzalez extravaganzas again. Maybe you can flick you know, Aguilar over to third base and, and Brian Anderson at second base as they did. The problem is, is Jazz, you know, he's, he's nowhere near to being back. Jazz, 
as I was talking about earlier in the week, like what's he, what's it, it looking like this week? Any rehab? No, no rehab for Jazz. So, you know, the Marlins are going to have to try and piece this together here in what is a massive series against the Phils, no doubt. We're going to dig more heavily into the Phils series tomorrow. Um, but, you know, Gibson Alcantara goes uh, on Friday. Gibson, for me, is a, is a, a kind of puzzling pitcher. He's, you know, 4-3 and three on the year and 4.53 ERA. Um, when I watch him, I always feel like he's you can get after him. I, it's a bit like when I watch Ian Anderson of the Braves. I feel that when I'm watching him, I'm thinking, boy, you can you can get after this dude. But, you know, Gibson pitched well against the Marlins earlier in the year, no doubt. Um, you then look at Saturday's game, you know, who'll be going. Uh, I think that'll be Trevor's spot on Saturday. Um, not sure for the Phils. They've got no one announced either. And then I guess you'd be, you've got Aaron Nola going Sunday. Uh, and I, I assume it will be... Um, It'll be Dan Castano on um, on Sunday to round it up for the fish. So big series, big series. Sandy's going to just need to do Sandy things. Sandy going up against Gibson, like the Marlins definitely have, you know, they, they have the strength there. They have the advantage on the mound, no doubt. Um, but, you know, what can they do with, with so much of a depleted roster? That is the real question. Real, 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 real big question here for the fish. But, I remain optimistic. I, I could see this series with the Pirates being a tricky one. I think we all would have preferred like a three and one. But listen, a 2-2 two, two split, 500 ball is fine. No Sandy in the series. So you're always facing an uphill task. The Pirates, you know, they played well, I thought. They pitched well in particular. Like they really kept the Marlins offense quiet. They really did. But when I look into this series itself, there was some big hits from Avisel Garcia at certain moments. There really was. And that's really what we need to see. There's been a lot of Avisel Garcia slander um, on Twitter, no doubt. And rightly so. He is well underperformed. He's underperformed all year long. But when we look at today, big knock today. We look at yesterday, big knock yesterday in the late innings, which is great to see. The bullpen, I feel like, is, is has come together as a group. Richard Blight, to me, looks like he's kind of on his way back. Finally, it's been a real struggle for him, real slow start. But I believe in Dick. I absolutely do. No doubt about it. And I think Richard Blyer is on his way back. Tanner Scott remains, oh boy, it just remains an adventure in, in the ninth, no doubt. Um, I'm not sure how sustainable it is, to be honest with you. The stuff is immense, but too many walks. At some point, those are going to lead to blown games. And let's not forget, last time the Marlins played the Phils on the Sunday Stubbs, whoever he is, the backup catcher, absolutely demolished one um, from Tanner Scott. So very intrigued, very, very intrigued. The Phillies have been playing some great ball. Uh, I've seen their numbers. Their bullpen numbers have been insane. Said it already. For me, that sounds like you're expecting a regression. They've had a tough week, been beat by the Blue Jays. So, you know, on the road in, in, in Miami, they won't look forward to that. They've got a poor record. They know in Miami... We typically bring the pain. So should be a really, really, really fun series. But when we kind of review tonight and today's game, and it was it was an early one. And in reality, it was a poor game. It was a bit of a boring watch as a fan, not much action. But all that matters is the Marlins in extras, they find a way to get it done again. They do. And the Marlins have been good in extras. They've been good the last couple of weeks in extras. They played a lot of extra innings games. And the Marlins are finding ways to win. It's what they weren't doing in May. They were finding ways to lose back then. Now they're getting the job done. 
The fish are still in the hunt. They're banged up. Can they weather the storm in this three-game series before the All-Star break? Then you're then going to be thinking Soler's going to be back. I think Soler should be back for this series, actually, uh, against the Phils, which will be a much-needed boost for the fish. Can you get Jazz back? Birdie, what's the outlook looking like? Miggy Rowe, what's the outlook looking like? You know, these are the key questions for the fish. Could be some roster moves incoming. I'm intrigued to see. One final piece, Billy Hamilton. When he was called up, I was absolutely not in the, the advocate camp there on, on the Billy Hamilton um, uh, promotion. I wasn't. However, I'm going to put it on the air now and apologize to Billy Hamilton. He's a baller. He's a gamer. And he has a role. The thing is for the fish, and this is it reminds me of 2020 with like kind of Monte Harrison, Mag Sierra. These dudes, they just have their roles. They create havoc on the bases. They do the speed. You know, and Billy Hamilton's been around the game a long time. He's great in the outfield. He wants to win. He's a fun dude. Yes, he's not a great hitter, but he can drop a bunt. He can slap one into the outfield. You know, he can maybe take a walk, but once he's on the bases. Even if he's got there himself or he's pinch running, he's dangerous. And we've we've seen that from Billy Hamilton time and again. I think it was an inspired decision to get him up into the big league club. He's so much experience. He's, you know, career. He's got like a 10 plus career war, which is more than the majority of the Marlins. So, you know, Billy Hamilton's been a player for a long time. I think it was the right decision I think it's no surprise he's involved in a lot of the good things the Marlins are doing, particularly late in games, particularly when they're chasing down teams, trying to manufacture runs. Billy Hamilton has been sensational. So, Billy Hamilton, I apologize for the slander. I don't think I slandered him too bad, but nevertheless, I was not a fan. I now am. Today was another example of that. Hustled all the way from first, got all the way around, didn't care, threw himself headfirst into the catcher. He got his hand in, he got his face dinged up, but the Marlins scored the run. Billy Hamilton came back into the game. What a warrior. That's how we're going to finish. Billy Hamilton, what a warrior. That's today's Locked On Marlins with me, Peter Pratt, Thursday edition, back tomorrow for Friday's edition, likely digging into this Philly series in more depth with one of the Phillies' goats. No doubt about it. Enjoy this evening. Enjoy the win. Let's go again tomorrow.